this ride is just insane! Oh! We're gonna go 165 feet in the air. We're gonna drop down 180 feet, like an 85 degree angle. You ready? I hate this you, I hate you, I hate you. So now we're going into an Emmelman maneuver. <laughs> you say an Emmelman? I don't know, an Emmelman? An Emmelman maneuver. I had that last week, actually. Coast in the country. With Marcus LeShock. WGN TV studios in Chicago. This is Coast in the Country. I am Marcus Lashak, welcoming all of you in to episode 12 of the podcast. So this is where we run down everything that's happening in the theme park world. We tell you about all the great places you can travel to across the country and just have some, say it with me, good old-fashioned family fun. That's what we do here, and uh, you're not crazy. This is my second podcast episode this week. We are just pumping out the content for you here. We are doing it all, and when I say we, I mean I am uh, putting in the extra hours here to do this because this is theme park announcement season. It is the most exciting time of the year. It's like Christmas time for uh, roller coaster enthusiasts, for theme park enthusiasts, and we had some major news announced last night. Kings Island in Mason, Ohio, right near Cincinnati, finally unveiled what they are working on. And yes, it is the Giga Coaster fans have been asking for forever. It's been like the running joke amongst coaster enthusiasts, the Kings Island Giga. When will they get the Giga? And last night they said, you asked for it, we gave it to you. And uh, so, yeah, that's what they unveiled last night. And it is called Orion. People wondering, was it going to be called Orion? Was it going to be called Polaris? Because that was another name that was trademarked by the company. But nope, it is Orion. That's what they went with. It's a BNM coaster with a 300-foot drop. In case you're new to this, that's what a Giga coaster is. It is a roller coaster that is above 300 feet in height. And this is what this is. 300-foot drop. It's a Giga Coaster. So we're going to get right into this. I was actually able to get Don Helbig on the phone. He is one of the marketing masterminds at Kings Island. Just one of the... For me personally, if there's like a Mount Rushmore of theme park PR people, theme park marketing folks, Don Helbig is up there. He is one of the people that really knows the park that he works for, loves the park that he works for. And uh, so it's always a pleasure to talk with him about everything Kings Island because he really does have a true passion for it and particularly roller coasters. He loves coasters. So I wanted to get him on the phone and just talk to him about how the project came together, their whole marketing campaign that they put together. And if there was anything else about the ride that we didn't know yet what their timeline's like and how the construction process is going to go, all that good stuff. So I caught up with him on the phone, and here was our interview. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don, how you doing? 
I'm doing great. Uh, big night last night at Kings Island. Everyone's excited about our new uh, newest roller coaster, Orion. So I'm going to let you go ahead and explain what Orion is to everybody. How would you describe it? Okay, Orion is one of only seven giga coasters in the world, and that's a class of roller coasters that have a height or drop of 300 to 399 feet. Uh, it's themed to our new area. We're going to call it Area 72. It's in the Coney Mall section of the park. And uh, the backstory is the ride features the latest prototype vehicle developed by the Project X initiative. Scientists are in a race against time to develop technology capable of weaving transport vehicles through a coming meteor storm and traveling to a new planet within the Orion constellation. And for the program to be successful, it needs volunteers to help with testing, which would be the riders. And the riders on Orion, they're going to plummet down a 300-foot first drop. They're going to then go on a journey, a high-speed journey, over seven more hills, 5,321 feet of track, speeds up to 91 miles per hour, and Orion is going to be Kings Island's tallest, fastest, and longest steel roller coaster. So this has been the thing forever with um, with you guys, and I know fans at Kings Island, they've been clamoring for the Giga Coaster. I know you've heard it forever. When are we going to get our Giga Coaster? So uh, it had to be pretty cool for you to get that green light from the company and everything like, all right, we're doing this and we're building this thing. How long has it been in the works, and what was that like for you behind the scenes putting this all together? Well, for sure that we knew that this was was going to be added for the uh, 2020 season. It's been a couple of years, so uh, at some point during the you know, early late 2017, early 2018, we knew that uh, you know that this was going to be the year uh, you know that we were going to give our guests what they've been asking for for the longest time with the with the Giga Coaster. Uh, it's going to be in a great setting uh, back in Coney Mall. It's in the location where the former uh, Firehawk roller coaster was. So. Uh, you know, being able to take advantage of the topography, you know, the terrain through there, uh, it's going to, you know, take guests through those high speed twists and turns, you know, through a little bit of wooded terrain, but, uh, it's just going to be a really unique setting back there. Uh, I, I think our guests, you know, they're just going to be blown away, you know, the, the first time they ride. It's going to be a ride too that's repeatable. Uh, it's going to be something that as soon as they get back in the station, get off the ride, they're going to want to get right back in line and ride again. Uh, everyone talking about that 300 foot first drop, of course, but some of those other drops that you have, those are going to be really tall too, right? I mean, are we talking like maybe 200 feet on some of those other hills throughout this thing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's got uh, you know, that you have that 300 foot uh, first drop, as you mentioned, but uh, you know, there's going to be hills of 174 feet, 202 feet, uh, there's 147 feet, 125 feet, uh, you know, then you have the ones coming back in the station where you drop off a little bit, you know, you got 90 and 83 feet uh, you know, 56 feet. Uh, but, you know, when you even look at 90 feet, I mean, just think back, you know, 15, 20 years ago, that was you know, one crazy. of the tallest roller coasters you would you would have. You know, a racer a roller coaster one time was the tallest and fastest roller coaster in the world, and that stood, you know, 88 feet. So uh, uh, it's really going to be an amazing ride. Can you talk about, like, the length after the drop, too? I think I saw that in some of your materials. Um, so when this thing drops, like, you're going to have a – you're going to be really getting that speed and driving up into that next incline where you bank over like that. I feel like that's going to be a really cool feature on this thing. That's going to be a really cool feature. And, you know, that's the important thing about this ride, too. It's going to be high speed, you know, throughout the ride. Uh, and when you drop down 300 feet, um, the length of that first drop, it, it's 447 feet, which is really going through the trough before you go back up. So that's a pretty long distance at 447 feet. So the base of it's 300 feet, but then it kind of goes another 147 feet before you, you start to go up again. Very cool. So what is this like for you personally? I know you know Kings Island. You've been there. How long have you been there now at Kings Island? 
13 seasons. 13, 13 seasons. 13 so, yeah, seasons. I mean, I've been here for 13 seasons. You need a giga, too. So. <laughs> right. So just what is this moment like for you? That had to be really cool last night to see all the fans there. You had so many people out there for that announcement, staying late at the park just to hear about this thing. That had to be a really neat moment for you personally. You know, it really was. And, uh, you know, just to see the reaction of our guests, you know, that, that's really rewarding for the entire, you know, marketing team and everyone else, our entertainment team that put a lot of time and effort and even set up for the announcement. But, you know, everybody here at the park, just to see the reaction uh, from our guests, how excited they were uh, to see that uh, the park was getting a giga coaster. But also, you know, with the theming, the color of the ride, the speed that it's going to hit, uh, you know, everybody wishes right now that it uh, was spring 2020 already. Yeah. And the, the theme. Speaking of the theming, what you guys did with the announcements had people like me. I, I spent so much time over the last three weeks on forums, more than I would like to admit, honestly, honestly trying to decode everything that you guys were doing with this. Uh, how much work and how much time did you spend developing that story and all the teasers and the GPS coordinates and finding the craters and things that you were finding all over the world to sort of drive the narrative of what this ride is? Well, you know, the brainchild behind the, the teaser campaign and the one that put in all the work really for that was our director of communications, Chad Showalter. He spent, you know, once we knew what the theme was going to be, we didn't have necessarily the final name, but once he knew, you know, we knew what the theme was, you know, he just spent countless hours just figuring out uh, ways to, to tease this. You know, in, in the day and age we live in now, everyone's going to find the blueprints. You know, they're going to know where it's going to go and they're going to be able to kind of tell what it is. Uh, but, uh you know, we wanted to have something to, to really, you know, have our guests put some thought into, you know, what exactly is going on here and, and to try to decode uh, what was happening. But, uh, you know, there was just a lot of, I mean, you'd probably go back into the fall when, you know, Chad first started, you know, thinking and laying it out. And then every now and then he and I would talk about, you know, where he was with it, but the coordinates and, and just, uh, you know, taking everybody on that journey to try to figure out exactly what we were going to announce uh, when we did last night. Then when this is all playing out, do you guys go onto those forums and social media and just sort of laugh at what everybody's geeking out about? It's interesting <laughs> to watch the forums and see. That's the word I'll use is interesting to see what, uh, you know, everybody's thought process, you know, is. And, and then, you know, you'll see them battling back and forth that, uh, you know, that the blueprint said this, but the teaser said that. And, uh, you know, it's fun to watch. And, and it's really, you know, to, to see just uh, the engagement uh, that Kings Island fans have on these different forms. You know, I, I think, I don't know that there's any other park out there that has, uh, you know, guests that are that, um, you know, that it's a way of life for them with the park, you know, and uh, I think that, you know, for us, it's always great to, to see that kind of engagement, that kind of excitement. And then, you know, it's, it's like you think you know what your Christmas gift is, and then you open it up in the morning, and it's even better than you expected. Uh, speaking of uh, the enthusiasts geeking out, um, people are really picking through your videos that you posted of Orion, and I know you're you're the biggest racer fan there is at Kings Island. I know you've been on that ride like 72 million times or whatever your, your number was, um, but people noticed in the video that one of the racer trains is going backwards up that first hill is that sort of a hint to people that that might be coming or what's that about no no that's not a hint at all that was just you know when when you have um you know the video being designed and things it just kind of was one of those uh, uh things that got put in there and you know when you're looking at the video you know, you're trying to see what the ride and everything's doing but that wasn't something that was intentionally put in there to try to to um you know make anybody think that it's coming back you know speculate or anything like that uh, so it's just something that's it's just there, but 
you know, maybe a throwback to what used to be in, you know, when we call it Area 72 now, you know, just kind of a throwback kind of a thing. What is your, uh, what was your latest racer count? How many times have you been on that ride? I've got 12,031 wow. rides on the racer. Uh, most of those, 10,000 of them came between 1981 and 1990. So it took me, what, 10 years to get 10,000. And then it took another, uh, you know, 29 years to get another 2,000 on it. But, uh, no, it's, it's just with the first roller coaster I ever, you know, rode. And, uh, you know, from that point on, I was hooked. So, uh, you know, but maybe it hadn't been for, for doing all of those things back in the 1980s. I'm not doing what I'm doing right now. So it opened up, uh, you know, an opportunity when I learned there was marketing opportunities, you know, uh, back in the 80s that I could work at a park, you know, doing those kind of things. Thing. So it uh, it opened up a lot of doors for me. I say this all the time. I feel like we're in a very special place in the you know history of theme parks where this ride. I mean, you couldn't imagine in the 1980s when you're riding racer all those times that something like Orion was going to be built right next to it someday. Like you couldn't fathom that back then. Do you agree that this is kind of a really unique, special time that we're in as far as just the theme park industry as a whole? Yeah, I mean it really is. Uh, you know, there's no way I would have thought of that back in the in the 19, you know, 80s. I mean it was revolutionary when Vortex came out, you know, and it was the first ride to send, you know, uh riders through uh six inversions, but I can remember back, you know, even, you know, before I started riding the racer, but you know, in the 1970s, you know, when it was a big deal that the the park announced its new attraction was was Troika. <laughs> you wow. know, and all the media come out for a media day to to ride that which is called Shake Around and Roll here, you know. So it's really come a long way and and uh you know, you, it's just amazing what you can do, you know, with, with roller going that speed even, you know, 50 plus miles an hour used to be, you know, as good as it got, you know, back in the in, in the 70s and 80s. You know, if you got 64, 65, like the Beast debuted, I mean, that was the fastest roller coaster out there uh, for the longest time, you know, from 1979 into the, the late 80s. So, you know, just to see where we are right now, you know, cracking the 90 mile an hour threshold and, and dropping you 300 feet, no way I would have imagined that, uh, you know, back in the 1980s when I started riding the racer. What is your timeline as far as like construction goes? I saw today you guys just posted a video with a lot of now that all the stuff's coming in, you know, the cat's out of the bag, right? So everything's coming in and you're getting to work, right? Yeah, some pieces today arrived uh, this morning, almost exactly 10 hours after after we announced Orion last night. Uh, The pieces for uh, the transfer table, uh, pieces of track will start arriving here uh, in the next week or so. And and then the the actual uh, vertical construction of the ride uh, will start erecting it. Uh, right after Labor Day, somewhere, you know, that first week of September. Cool. And you're uh, obviously aiming for, you want this to be open when you open the park in the spring? Or do you have like a date on that or you're just going to see how it plays out? Yeah, that would be the goal. We always say spring. Yeah. You never know what kind of winter or anything you might have with construction. But, uh, you know, ideally it would open with the park uh, in April. And, uh, you know, everything's going to be full speed ahead from this point, you know, starting with all the, the pieces of track and things arriving and then you start building it and, you know, it gets topped off as you get into, you know, late, uh, you know, November, December, and you start testing the ride into February, March, and then there you are. So if people want to come on out to uh, check you guys out, I mean, obviously I'm here in Chicago. This podcast is everywhere, but a lot of people in Chicago listen to it. So how would you, what's the best way to get in touch with Kings Island to learn about everything that you guys do and to come out there and plan a trip? Well, the best way to, there's a couple of different avenues is obviously to follow our social channels, you know, Facebook, Twitter, in Instagram, we'll have regular updates uh, as the construction progress starts to to take shape here. Uh, 
to plan a visit, go to our website and the, the operating calendar. We're down to just a few more days uh, left. Daily operation ends this Sunday, and then we're open uh, the next two weekends uh, going into Labor Day. Then we're closed for three weeks until Halloween Haunt starts on September 20th. So limited time to to get here, and at least in the, the you know before we start Halloween. But um, just you know, do that. The Kings Island blog is going to be another great avenue. That's where we're going to be able to really detail the work that's going on. You know, much greater detail than we can on our social channels, and that's located on our website. So um, you know, just follow the Kings Island blog, follow our social channels, and you'll be able to to watch the ride take shape all the way through the spring. And that's visitkingsisland.com, right? Yeah, visitkingsisland.com is the website. And then our uh, Twitter handle is uh, Kings Island PR. It's the same for Instagram. And then it's Visit Kings Island on Facebook. Awesome. Well, I cannot wait to visit Kings Island. And uh, I say this all the time. How many how many coasters are you guys up to now? This is the 15th roller coaster. 15th. So, and I don't think well, it's 16. We have 15 right now, so it'll be it'll be 16. 16 when it when it opens in the spring. Yes. Right. So, I mean, I say this to people all the time too, and I don't. To me, you know, being outside of Ohio, I feel like you guys are kind of a hidden gem for a lot of people that I, I was told people, like, you got to go to Kings Island. You got to go Mystic Timbers. To me, I was there for the opening of that. I think that might be one of the most fun roller coasters I've been on, period. And everybody I've sent to Kings Island, I've said, you got to go to Mystic Timbers because it's not the biggest ride in the park. It's not as big as Diamondback or something, but go on it. And everyone's like, all right, I'm going to go on it. And they all text me as soon as they get off and say, that was maybe the most fun <laughs> I've had on a ride. You guys have some really unique coasters there. Yeah, Mystic Timbers, you know, won the the golden ticket for the best new ride in, in 2017 when it debuted. But it was one of those rides too, you know, like you mentioned, not the tallest, fastest, you know, no records or anything involved. And you know, when the, when we announced that, the statistics you looked at, it, and it was very pedestrian like. Uh, but we knew it was going to be an incredible ride. It was going to have the airtime. It was going to be, you know, just so quick through there. The way you were weaving through uh, the course, and and we knew once it opened that it would quickly become. You know, a lot of our guests' favorite roller coaster, and and it did. You know, everybody loved it. It's one of the first rides everyone heads to when the park opens in the morning. All right, so there you go. Orion will open in 2020 at Kings Island. If you are listening to this in Chicago, where I am, it's only about a five and a half hour drive from Chicago, which is not too bad. At least in my in context of me, I love to drive all over the place, so I don't think that's really. Uh, too bad at all. You can see all the videos of the ride on our website. Just go to wgntv.com slash coasting. Put together a whole post about it. Um, and with the with the videos of what this thing looks like, if you haven't seen it yet. As always, if you follow me on social media, you know I do coaster posts and coverage all the time. So you've already seen it. But if you're not following me, I'm just Marcus Lashock everywhere. Uh, so you can just follow me Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, Snapchat, and uh, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate a review and a rating. If you guys can do that, that would be great. And uh, next week, I'm making my first ever trip to Kennywood in Pittsburgh to ride Steel Curtain and work on another cool story, Kennywood-related. So I'm very excited about that. I'm going to have a, a, a whole TV coverage on that. I will have a podcast on that. And also, uh, I'll have my trip recap from Universal Orlando soon, too. Sorry, I haven't gotten to that yet, but I'm waiting on a couple more things with them. And we're going to put together a whole big spread on that because I wrote every single ride at Universal. Going to rank them from bottom to top and just 
talk about all the stuff that they've got going on there because it's very exciting what's going on in Central Florida right now. So that's what's up with me. Uh, I appreciate all of you guys uh, listening this week. Any of you who watch any of the videos online, talk to me on social. It's been great to really talk about this stuff and geek out over it. I'm so glad that so many of you do love this hobby as much as I do and just love to get out with your family and go do stuff like this. It's a pretty, pretty darn cool time right now that we're living in where these major investments are getting made by parks across the country. So that's it for now. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to push down and pull up on your lap bars. I'm Marcus Lashak. Peace out.